0: 7 to 8 PM. Sport on with Tabi
1: yeah, yeah. We, I, I thought. I, sometimes I was thinking in the in the coaches box. You know, sometimes games like this happen where you over the try line. I think we were three times over the try line, but we we, we got zero points for that. Uh, and rightly so. But I mean, you created the opportunity. You just sometimes it goes for you, and you score you you score those tries. But um, and sometimes with and and i'm not even counting the one where where the ball got ripped out of ox and luke was through you know and and we got called back for knock on uh so there was some nice opportunity there on attack the um but yeah sometimes it just goes that way i think the wallabies are a little bit different it will be a different kettle of fish uh in terms of what we got from New Zealand and Wales so um i think uh, we will we will have to to change quite a bit Going to them. they they, they have a, they have a completely different style of attack of defence and how they do things, so uh, we will have to do a, like a nice review of these two games and see where our games at where we, have, where, are we where are we building uh, where do, where do we have growth where are we, we may be slow in growth still, and then we will have to focus on 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 Australia. Um, uh we 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 haven't had results against them for quite some time so it's going to be a nice tough challenge
2: for us here Yeah, good evening, everybody. Thank you for staying with SAFM and for joining us on the Sports Show. With me, Tabi Somosia, Katlego Mudiba is uh, producing the show and KG Butloko is with us in technical this evening. We've opened with a clip from the coach of the Springboks. So no guessing there, no prizes for guessing. Um, we were speaking after the loss to the All Blacks at Ellis Park on Saturday, 35-23 or 23-35. Disappointing this for the Springboks. But a big win for the All Blacks. So what does it mean for their under fire coach Ian? Forster will go over to New Zealand shortly to get at uh, the latest, but a great game of rugby nine, the less end-to-end stuff there. And I think everybody who turned up at Ellis Park uh, got their money's worth, even though the result did not go South Africa's way. But you always felt the All Blacks will bounce back at some stage, and it happened in that match. So the box now head over to the away leg of the Rugby Championship. They go to Australia for two matches and then they will play argentina before coming back at home uh, back home rather to face argentina and they have named the 34-man squad that will tour kenan moody the junior box star the bulls right wing very tall um a huge talent he's been he's the only uncapped player in the squad bongimbo now still injured so he's not able to travel with the team fafti clerk is back and jesse krill has also been cleared to travel also coming up on the show tonight we will speak to sundown's co-coach Rolani mukwen after their thumping win over kaiser chiefs it was a weekend to forget for many We also support teams in England. Um, I was in Orlando also uh, yesterday and well done to Dane Clayton and Chipper United for pulling off a big win against Pirates, winning 1-0. Those youngsters I mentioned last week, those youngsters from Tebeka that Dane Clayton is showing faith in Diego, Ronaldo Marman, Tulani Mini, those boys can play. Azola Matrose, they can all play. Janovain, September, Aviva who won that corner kick, very smart how he won that corner kick uh, that led to the goal there and and um, they were very tactically disciplined also. And I think they will get a lot of confidence from winning against Orlando Pirates. And they play, maybe play with a little bit of fear because they're still young. But Dane Clayton is on to something there um, in the Eastern Cape. And I had the chairman, uh, Chip is he didn't even go to the game. He had to go, he, he went to church to seek divine intervention. And he was so happy after that win there. So well done. And well done to Tex Galaxy also winning this past weekend. So lot's happened in the world of sport. And remember, it's a big week for cricket coming up. Uh up against England first. Tested Lords starts on Wednesday. But we're going to start by going over to New Zealand just to look back at the box loss to the all blacks you're welcome to send us your voice notes also where do you think it went wrong for south africa 107 or you can call us on oh one one seven one four two zero zero six and what do you make of the selections also some baffling selections by Jacques nina but even how he had to reshuffle that back line i mean putting look on your arm on the wing even though he had an outstanding game but we heard from Jacques Fourier last week he was telling us that center outside center is the most crucial um member of that backline because that's the general that's the communicator that's the commander you know and um, you would have thought Vili maybe would have gone to the wing or Damien to the wing uh, also I know people are talking about Joseph Dueva playing ahead of Malcolm Marx, but the coach said there is a reason for that they've both travelled to uh, Australia for the away leg of the rugby championship and Dion Furry will provide cover for the hookers this is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia uh-huh. okay let Let's start over by going over to New Zealand, and that's where we find Jamie Wall, who is a freelancer, a rugby writer, and washed-up player, according to his bio on Twitter. I'm not making that up, but he joins us on the line to look back at the All Blacks win over the box this past weekend. Jamie, good evening from us in South Africa. Thank you very much for taking our call. It's evening here. It must be morning, that side.
0: Yes, good morning, Taviso. um Yeah, really happy to be talking with you. And Yes, it is nice and early in the morning here.
2: Thanks, Jamie. We appreciate you taking our call. I read your your report after the match saying the All Blacks actually look like the All Blacks again. What impressed you the most with this win against the Springboks on Saturday?
0: Well, I think the most impressive thing for us here in New Zealand was that we saw an All Black team that firstly won uh, because we're not used to them losing uh, this many games uh, in in such a short space of time, Uh, but also one that played with a lot of enterprise and really imposed its will on the opposition early because as you may have seen or every test this year and the last two tests of last year um the Blacks have, have conceded the first try in the first 10 minutes or so of the game uh and so to see them at least get through the first 20 minutes without conceding any points was was very heartening and then to see them perhaps uh play with a lot more Confidence uh, and and run at at the Springbok team that that bullied them last weekend. I, I think it's pretty pretty easy to say uh, they had a great amount of um, of possession which they hadn't had all year, and just just got themselves out of a really tricky situation at the end there with the yellow card. So yeah, I think I think the most impressive thing is that it was a complete turnaround from the week before at least because in in Bombella. Uh, we they just simply didn't have any ball at all. Didn't didn't do anything in the in the box. Just just did exactly what they usually do in, in a game like that, which is kick a lot, kick their penalties, and and score a couple of tries, and and get away with a win.
2: And how much did this uh, improved performance have to do with the changes? Also, what did you make of the changes? Richie Moanga coming in for Bowden at ten. What did he bring to the team?
0: Yeah, quite a lot. I think that this team obviously benefited from Richie Morgan coming in because he's a, he's a far more deep set uh, fly half. Uh, he he ha- he'll sit back in in the pocket and and distribute a bit more. Whereas Bowden is is far more uh, is likely to take it to the line. Um, it's not it's not that Bowden has been playing badly. In fact, he's actually been playing really well. It's just that it's the way that Richie plays is suits this team a little bit more right now. Um, it has raised a couple of interesting questions, though, because obviously in an All Black team you like to have a much more settled selection. Um, and ever since Richie Moana has been around, um, there's obviously been a debate about whether he or Bowden should be at number ten. It, and and this just makes it ongoing and there's a lot of people here in New Zealand who obviously favor one or the other obviously it probably depends which part of the country you're from um but it, this ongoing uh debate around who should be there it probably isn't a good thing we need to kind of just settle on on one of them um and and, and your, your your opinion can change on, on a weekly basis but but yeah, I think that he had probably his best All Black test in quite a while. So did quite a lot of other players, um, to be perfectly honest. Um, a lot of players really answered some criticism um, out there. But, but I think that yeah, the, the, the selection of Richie at 10 probably did quite a lot to, to help the All Black effort and turn it around from the week before
2: and it was also a tough week for the team especially after that heavy defeat in bombela and like you said i mean they showed great character there um just um did you feel did, did you feel like they were under a bit of pressure and this was a must win game for them and even the coaching staff
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They're under the most pressure they've been in, in, as for as long as I can remember. Uh, and and the other thing is, is, is the All Blacks. Every test is a must te- must win test. Um, they have to they have to win every game, otherwise they're not the All Blacks anymore. They they that's the one unique selling point that they have is that they have they're the team that uh, always wins. I mean, I'll put it this way: this was the first time. In my life, I can remember that the All Blacks have have won a game which you would call an upset, mm. um, because they they've never they've never gone into a game uh, with most people thinking that they're going to lose. Uh, in fact, you'd have to be either rather delusional or at least their mums or dads to think that to find anyone in New Zealand that, that would actually think they were going to win that game yeah. uh, because because of what's happened this year losing those that test series to Ireland and then losing heavily in Bobella um, it was it was it was a very unique situation because uh, you know we're not used to the, seeing the All Blacks uh, go into a game where most people think they're going to lose and so for them to pull off that win in that way was very heartening but at the same time it does raise some question marks as to why they haven't played like that
2: all year yeah and i was about to ask where where was this performance all along jamie (laughs) yeah good question um
0: because for me it really felt like it's a team that had the shackles taken off it a little bit um they've played in a very with a very uh, questionable game plan going going into this they've they've been trying to do things that clearly don't work um against ireland um they were very passive on defense, um, and they made poor decisions on, on attack, especially in those tests in Dunedin and Wellington, in which Ireland won quite comfortably and probably should have won by a lot more. So it's been really hard to know what the identity of the All Black team is, this, what, how um, like what, what the future is for them. And so that's why there's been so much uh, debate over the coaching staff and so to then see them turn around what was a very flat performance against the Springboks, which was a slightly more improved one i'll, I'll give it that but still they lost by 16 points um, which in all black standards is, is completely unacceptable uh, and then to see them turn it around and not only win but to de- firstly defend the springbok driving uh, line out drive, which was a massive area of concern, um, to see them start running the ball from inside their 22 and creating some really, really good tries. And like I said before, to see some players uh, 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 answer their critics, and I'm talking about Rico Iwani, um first up, David Havili, um, Sam Kane, uh, Samuel Whitelock, uh, guys like that really answer their critics within a week of them basically all being told like they shouldn't even be in the team uh, is is pretty amazing, really.
2: Yeah, and I think they were just better everywhere. Breakdown, box kicks, how they dealt with the box kicks from the box, uh, even the set pieces. And um, yeah, they were just superb, the All Blacks, and full value for the money. And there's something about Ellis Park also, Jamie. eh? They haven't lost there since 2014. They seem to thrive playing at Ellis Park uh, because a lot is said about the altitude, but they were actually stronger towards the end.
0: Well, I think a lot of the concern about playing at Ellis Park was uh, the fact that obviously South Africa are not in Super Rugby anymore. Um, we don't send our teams over to South Africa to get experience playing at altitude and playing at these stadiums. So for a lot of these guys, it's their first time, it was their first time in South Africa, let alone playing at a place like that. So it's a pretty... Incredible introduction to to not just South African rugby but the country itself, um, and so I th- I think that that was that was a main area of concern going in. However, uh, obviously they've, they've they've dealt with it. Um, I, I I think that there has to be a bit said about the the way the Springboks played because mm, that mm. I think contributed to the result as well. And I'm sure you guys have covered this quite a lot, but from our point of view, it was quite surprising.
2: The hookah um, change, the, the change
0: in hookah. Being, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 change. I'm sure you've you've probably talked about this yeah. at length. Um, but also, it was quite clear that you missed um, Fafta Clerk. Uh, you know his his way of being able to marshal a game. No disrespect whatsoever to Jaden Hendricks. I think he played really really well last week, and was probably in a position where he was going going behind. He was he was behind a pack going backwards for maybe the first time and wasn't wasn't expecting that and I think Andre Pollard probably didn't have one of his better games either uh but again you know there was obviously some signs of why the Springboks are so are so good I think look on your arm was was again, incredibly outstanding um and and the sort of guy that we really miss being able to watch every week in, in Super Rugby uh, but I just think that once it became clear that this was a very different all-black uh, effort, and by that I mean that they dominated possession for the first 10, 15 minutes, uh, the Springboks got really rattled and didn't quite come back. But in saying that, they still came back to take the lead late in the game, um, but because they couldn't cash in on that um, that yellow card late to Bowden Barrett, I think that's that's where the game was won. and That was, that was from an all-black point of view, probably the most heartening thing that they managed to get out of that uh, that situation with a win.
2: Yeah, for those who are just joining us, we're just looking back at the All Blacks win over the Springboks on Saturday. Uh, we're speaking to freelance rugby writer Jamie Wall, who joins us all the way from New Zealand, and we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with your voice notes. Uh, good evening, Tabies, and good evening to your guest. Um, I wanted to ask your guest, how has the departure of South African teams in the Super Rugby uh, impacted uh the new zealand uh, uh game the all blacks game uh, in terms of physicality and in terms of your game because a lot of your
0: former uh, players all blacks legends are also saying that it has had a negative uh, impact on how sort of like the physicality part of the all blacks can you agree in terms of that um and in terms of looking into the uh, springbok um game from a New Zealand point of view. What are your thoughts on the way the Springboks play? Thank you very much.
1: Hello, it's Debiso. It's Grant here from Port Elizabeth. I just want to say that uh, the test between the All Blacks and the Springboks, all I can say is that Luke Pierce is right up there in the top two of worst referees ever to ref a game between the Springboks and someone. Uh, He's second only to Bryce Lawrence who single-handedly made sure that we lost games that we should never have lost and Luke Pierce did exactly the same thing. He spoiled the contest uh, and uh, basically gifted New Zealand the win. Um, Sorry to say but IRB referees
2: need to
1: get better. Thanks. Grant from PE.
2: Okay, thanks for that, Grant. Maybe let's start with the first one, Jamie. I think you touched on it earlier. A lot's been said here in South Africa. We've been saying it a lot on this show that maybe the All Blacks miss missed miss that physicality of playing super rugby, and uh, that's why they were found wanting against Ireland.
0: Yeah, just firstly, that, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised it's taken this long to start talking about the referee. But anyway, anyway <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, like I mentioned before, I mean, uh, I mean firstly, we miss... Having South African teams in Super Rugby because for us it it feels like a part of our family is has left home and 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 we just we just miss having the teams in the competition because I just like watching South African teams play, um, and so I think just from a from the fact that we have that relationship with South African rugby, uh, it's something that we, <clears throat> we we just think should should be there just because uh, because it's it's just part of. You know our rugby history and and, and we miss you guys <laughs> um but yeah. on the way that they played well if you'd asked me this question last week i would have said yeah absolutely this is this is, it's mm. been a, a really devastating um thing because if there's one thing the all-blacks have been missing in the last eight months or so or even sort of last couple of seasons it is this this physicality that's happened uh that that you would you would presume would be picked up from constant contact with with uh South African sides however given what happened on the weekend it was it's quite clear that it was more of an internal thing um there's obviously been a coaching change within the All Blacks you have Jason Ryan coming in um to take the forwards, and I think that what his his uh what he's done in that area is quite evident because it, you could see the the genesis of it in in Barbella, uh with the defense of the the line-out drive and I guess that it stepped up a gear in in Johannesburg with with a lot more of a direct approach um, in those rucks, uh, we haven't seen the All Blacks contest the rucks as much, uh, and like I said, it was it's been a, it's been very passive. Um, but but now we've seen a, a far more aggressive attitude there. So I think that perhaps it took you know actually having to go to South Africa and seeing what it was like and playing in that that sort of atmosphere to really wake the All Blacks up. Mm. Um, but and and I think uh, he also asked about you know how what do we think about the way the Springboks play? Well, it, it's it's very much like we 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 know what to expect when we play when we play the Springboks. It, is part of it pro, uh, too predictable? Well, yes and no. Like uh, box kicking, playing for penalties, um, and you know the 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 very specific use of the bench and, and roles, um, is obviously very effective at one at one, the Springboks a world cup. And so uh, there is no reason for us to, to disrespect the way, um, that, that rugby gets played over there. Yeah. It's just that for, for me personally, if you can find a way to figure it out, which is what the, the all blacks did on the weekend, you can, you can obviously beat it. Yeah. And the reason, the uh, the reason being that if the Springboks don't, from number one to twenty three, all have a really good game, mm. it's very it, it's beatable. There's cracks there that you can you can exploit, and they were, and they were definitely exploited um, on on Saturday, mm. uh, because as well as the All Blacks played, like I said before, a lot of it was down to um, you know the the fact that the Springboks weren't playing as well as they possibly could. And
2: and just the last one, Jimmy, because of time, I know South Africans will complain about the ref, but what does the future hold for Ian Foster now? Because he's been under under a lot of pressure this week. Does this win now save his job, or is he going to be judged not just on this win, but on what's happened previously?
0: Well, just really quickly on the ref, because I want to bring this up, but I think the worst decision he made in that game was the the turnover he let Malcolm Marks get on, on the, the try that, uh, before the try that Makazolo pimpy scored. So, you know, it went both ways, mate. Um, mm. the, the, you know, I, I personally, uh, think that, uh, you know, he was, he was consistently strict and that's why, you know, you saw that try ruled out, um, and the obstruction earlier that the Springbok scored by the obstruction. And then, mm. well, you know, you can't complain about that because mm. Bowden Barrett got, um, put in the bin for for a pretty equally dubious obstruction call later on. So there's that. Um, but yeah, great question about Ian Foster. I think we're gonna we're gonna find out in the next few days because it was all leading up that he was going to be sacked as, as soon as the final whistle went. Um, and then for them to pull out one of the most memorable All Black victories of all time has suddenly meant that that, that discussion has had to had to cha- had to change quite significantly. Like there was a. We had a, a press conference with the NZ Rugby CEO, uh, Mark Robinson, the other night, and he uh, he couldn't really say what was going to happen now, which is obviously not a good sign if your boss is telling you, like, oh, well, I don't know, <laughs> we can't say right now if he's going to have a job. Uh, but, um, you know, he's obviously put a pretty good case for it. But then again, like I said, it, it's been a terrible period for all rugby. Like, that, this one win doesn't erase all the losses that have happened before. Um, And the way that the All Blacks played in this, uh, like because they managed to turn around in a week and reacted to one specific team, which was the Springboks, and figured out a way to beat them, it's not a sustainable way to play All Black rugby. You can't just take that that game plan and and do it week to week and expect to be as dominant as the All Blacks were before. Um, For me, I think there needs to be far more consistency around the way they play, and I think that that can only really come with a coaching change.
2: Okay, wonderful. Thanks for the insight, Jamie. Thanks for taking our call, Brighton, Ellie, that side here in South Africa. We've enjoyed your insight and your analysis, and um, yeah, all the best for the rest of the Rugby Championship.
0: No problem at all. Really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Jamie Wall, freelance rugby writer, joining us all the way from, where is he? Auckland City. I think he said Auckland. Yeah, he's in Auckland City. Do follow him on Twitter. Washed up rugby player is also what he calls himself, but he is on uh, social media. Let's see what happens then, the future of Ian Foster. Has he saved his job or not? Has it come a little bit um, too Late. And yeah, to let us know what you think of the referee, Luke Pierce. I even saw Brayton Pauls actually went in this past weekend, which is unlike Brayton Pauls. So if Brayton Pauls goes in, then you know that there's definitely something wrong because there's a very nice guy, of Obert, Brady there. We're going to take a break. Coach Rulanumukwan is already on the line to help us look back at the win of Chiefs and the season ahead.